Julian Edlow here for DraftKings. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Conference tournaments, Final Four, to win it all, you name it, it's all available on the DK Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ROSS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code ROSS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort located in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 160 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, and it is playoff time in the National Football League. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, classic journeyman, as they say. Hit me up on social media. I got two games this weekend, actually. I will be in Buffalo Saturday night for the Bills and the Patriots. I'll be in the booth for that one. Steve Tasker on the sideline. And then Monday night, I will hit up my last NFL stadium that I've yet to be at in person SoFi Stadium on the sideline. Kurt Warner will be in the booth for the Rams and the Cardinals. Looking forward to both of those games. Check me out on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. That way you can see the press box food for both those games, among other things. You can always check us out at Ross Tucker Pod to see the highlight clips of all the other shows like the College Draft, Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and of course, the Daily Ross Tucker Football Podcast. You can also check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. And by us, I mean me and the star of this show, the great Steve Fezzik, the one and only at Fezzik Sports on Twitter, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling, the Super Contest. At the Westgate. Did I hear, by the way, Steve, that you got second place this year? Not in the Super Contest, but in another one of the tournaments, if you will. So think about like the World Series of Poker. There's the main event. That's the Super Contest. And then there's other gambling sports betting contests, which would be like smaller events in the World Series of Poker. Here's my season win card. Green are winners, red are losers, pink are ties. 22, 7, and 3, second place. $200 got me $6,500. Thank wow. you. Wow. We'll $200 buy in got you $6,500? Gotta love these big multiplayer tournaments, big payouts. 22, 7, and 1. And that got second. Somebody was better than that? Somebody was. Congratulations to them. You know what? I um I had the Raiders under 
And that, that was the tiebreaker team. And I predicted only six wins for the Raiders. So I had no tie breaks whatsoever. Got it. Um, speaking of the Raiders, I'm, I, I'm upset we weren't able to get together when I was in Vegas. I, I think I was awake in Vegas for like 12 hours between when I landed after the FCS championship, went to bed, and then got up, watched football, did the game, and I barely made my red eye, Steve. That game going to overtime uh, was not good. I Literally, my hamstrings hurt today from running from Allegiant Stadium to the Delano to the Uber through the airport. My I don't run. I, I never run. It's like my hamstrings hurt. But I made it and recorded the Ross Tucker Football Podcast during my layover in Charlotte after sleeping like two hours on the red eye. But nobody cares about that. They care about our picks. Although, speaking of our picks, Steve, how about the fact that my dudes over at DraftKings are letting me boost some stuff now? They got Georgia to minus two and a half plus 100 last night because I told them I liked Georgia and that was awesome. And I know a lot of people took advantage of that because it was what? There was some place where it was still minus three, but even if it was minus two and a half, it was still minus 110, right? Yeah, it was awesome. Most players could play it for $25. Some players have um, have their accounts restricted, so it's a smaller amount. You know, my buddy Anthony Curtis runs the Las Vegas Advisor, and he has this amazing coupon book, if you will. And people make money gambling every year with it. Why? Because of the Ross Tucker Boost type of coupons. Let's think about this. You should be laying minus two and a half, like minus a dollar thirty. And you're getting it at even money. So if you would have wagered $25, you would have won, gotten back less than 20 on Georgia. Here, you're getting back $25. It's like a coupon that pays an extra 5 or $6. Sounds totally trivial. You do those all year long. They add up, Ross. Right. It's like anything else, right? We're dealing in margins here. It's like Belichick. Any little edge you can get, you get. And you stack little edge, little edge, little edge, little edge, little edge, little edge. And it becomes a big edge. Speaking of that, we got to get to the wild card games. But let's start with week 18. Steve, it was a great week. And in fact, it was almost a perfect week. The only team that blew it, which is hard to believe, was the Jets getting 16 and a half. That was my only loss. I was up nine. For the week. So I finished the regular season back in black, up seven units. You were, you were, <coughs> excuse me, you were up five units, Steve. So you finished the regular season up 58 units, which is incredible, obviously. But it's nice that we're both in black. Nice that we're heading into the postseason that way. Uh, just to go over it like we always do. We both leaned Broncos. That was a real good lean because it finished up 28-24. I guess I leaned to the over as well, and that that hit pretty easily also. Then Cowboys-Eagles, I just had a slight lean to the Eagles, not knowing who they would play, but thinking Minshew could keep it close. They didn't play anybody, 51-26. We both leaned Jag, Steve. 
getting the 15 points and they win outright by 15. That's got to be one of the bigger swings I've heard of, a 30-point swing. Yeah, normally when you have an upset like that, it's because of a team looking past their opponent. That wasn't the case here. I mean, India had everything to play for. Really amazing. And, and it set up, after Pittsburgh won, a tremendous or unique situation on your game in Vegas. We'll talk about that shortly. Oh, man. Yeah, we will. All right. Steelers-Ravens. I had the Steelers getting five and a half. They won outright. Two units. You leaned to the Steelers. Texans-Titans. I only put one unit on the Texans getting ten and a half. They lost by three. Another winner. Then we get to Bengals-Browns. The Browns, when we talked last Tuesday, the Browns were getting three points. What 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 was that? What was it by the time kick happened? Cleveland was laying six points at close. And you know what? If you watch the end of that Bengals Kansas City game, ah, oh, Burrow, my leg, my leg, I can't feel my leg. It was not a shocker that Burrow chose not to play. So that was just an outstanding play. And then after Kansas City won on top of it, you know what? This game, Bengals couldn't get the number one seed anymore. And it showed. They were a no-show at Cleveland. So we essentially got our listeners nine points of closing line value. So it's one of the reasons why I highly recommend you listen or watch this show as soon as we post it, which is usually, you know, 2.35-ish p.m. Eastern time, 11.35 a.m. Pacific time is usually when we post it on Tuesdays. We, anyway, we both had the Browns getting to uh, getting the three points for two units. They won, of course, outright by five. Then we go Washington and the Giants. You leaned Giants, Steve. Um, I went with Washington laying the six and a half because the Giants are an absolute joke. I mean, did you see, Steve, the quarterback sneak, back-to-back quarterback sneaks? from their own four-yard line on second and third and long? I did. You know, I've seen draws, and I've seen screens. Never seen a quarterback sneak on a third and eight from your own four in a competitive game. I quit, says the coach. Joe Judge, he hasn't been fired yet, Ross? No, and I'm convinced it's like a George Costanza from Seinfeld. Like, he's done three or four things the last couple weeks that it's almost as if you would only do that if you were trying to get fired. Uh, With Flores of Miami, this is the fast times at Ridgemont High moment. This is Brad Hamilton. He's got coach of the month plaque on the wall. And then he's fired. Incredible. That is crazy. Bears, Vikings, we had nothing. Packers, Lions, Nothing, because I didn't think golf was going to play, and then he did. I would have taken the Lions if I knew that. Jets, Bills, already referenced it. Just an absolute killer. Just a killer. I mean, that game was close the whole game. Somehow the Jets didn't cover. I lost two units there. That would have been – I would have had an epic week. I would have been up 13 units for the week if it wasn't for that. Patriots, Dolphins – was our second of three best bets. You put three units on it, which is basically like locking it up when you do that. I had two units on it. 
Dolphins were getting seven. Steve, they win by nine. The line never made sense. It didn't to me. By the way, this was my AFC game of the year. I just could not understand how a team, the Dolphins, that were seven and one, playing for a winning record, and they were dissing these guys like they wouldn't care at all for a game against the Patriots. Miami brought it, and there's just not that much separation. These two teams, Patriots are better, and the Patriots always stink in the heat and humidity down in Miami, and it showed. Then we've got Niners-Rams. We both leaned Niners getting four. Should have rolled with it. They won outright. There was uncertainty regarding their quarterback, whether it would be Jimmy G or Trey Lance. Panthers-Bucks, I leaned Bucks laying the eight. They end up pulling away in that one. Seahawks-Cardinals, we had nothing. Saints-Falcons, I leaned Falcons getting the four and a half. Uh, you took the under in that one, Steve. I forgot that. You had two units on the under Saints-Falcons under 40. They put 49 points up. I'm a little surprised that the Saints got 30 points on the board. I am a Dumbo. Week 17, now week 18, last week in the NFL, historically has been a great over week. So I'm reaching into a subset with more black marbles than white marbles, trying to pull out the white one with an under. Shocker. It's a dark marble. I lose. Raiders, Chargers, Sunday night. We both liked the Raiders. It was a best bet. We went 3-0 and on our best bets. By the way, side note, we are 35-17-1 on our best bets. A 66% strike rate on the best bets. Uh, the Raiders obviously won the game outright, 35-32. Obviously, Steve, I know you have takes. I know you have thoughts. Go for it. Sure. So this game illustrates why no one knows what they're doing betting. All right. They, they just don't know what they're doing. The Sharks know what they're doing. So they bet the tie, parlayed to Jacksonville. The idea being, oh, this could be a game where if Jacksonville wins – we're going to have a situation where both teams might need to tie to make the playoffs. That unfolds. So what happens, there are books that put, will the game end in the tie? Normally it pays about 60, 70 to one. People correctly bet the 60 and 70 to one. That's fine. But then word gets out in social media. Both teams have incentive to, to, to just tie. There's going to be a tie. It got all the way down Ross to eight to one. I can't emphasize what a horrendous bet that is. I get it. It probably should have ended in a tie at the very end. That, Regardless of that, it took a confluence of crazy events to just get to overtime. The chance of it going overtime, maybe 6%. Given it went overtime, I hear you, it has a much better chance to tie than a normal overtime game. Maybe a third of the time that game goes and ends in a tie given it goes overtime. So that's a 2% chance this game would end in a tie. People were cutting in line, Ross, to bet a crappy 10 to 1. If you had tie 50 to 1, good. If you had tie 10 to 1, bad. Not enough people look at that and realize that. And that's one of the things I've learned the most from you for sure over the years. I've also learned that AutoZone is incredible and that your car interior is as important as your exterior. Why? Because that's where you spend most of your time, inside your car. 
So show your car some love with help from AutoZone. Interior repair is more than just cosmetic. You can install a set of floor mats, replace mirrors, even tackling a heating system repair. Look, there are simple upgrades like seat covers that prevent spills, tears, rips from ruining your upholstery and can help even maintain your resale value. We all spend a lot of time inside our vehicle, so make the most of it and upgrade your ride. They've got the free next day delivery, the free same day store pickup. Make AutoZone your one-stop car interior shop. They got the best products from the best brands at the right price. Get in the zone. AutoZone, don't get stranded in freezing Indianapolis in January where no one would ever go there unless they were forced to for an NCAA title game, which is Dumbo. You know what's so funny, Steve? People love that you reference a town. I got in a couple emails or tweets that people love when you reference a town where you don't want to get stuck, which cracks me up. All right, before we get to the playoffs, I need your I need your one thought. I, let me just recap one last time. For the week, I was up nine. You were up five. I'm up seven now for the year. I'm actually in the black. You're up 58 units. But perhaps most importantly, 35-17-1. We are on the best bets. They've been very good to us over the years. Here's the question, Steve. Betting on the playoffs. Same process, same thought, or the lines are so much tighter, you're a little bit more hesitant. What's your advice for betting postseason? We get new listeners or viewers at youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL every week. The lines are so much tighter. It is extremely difficult. The one thing I would say, Ross, is that over the course of the season, it's a long season. I'm always looking on player props, typically to play unders because you're going to get uh, limited usage. It could be a blowout. Guys don't play in the fourth quarter. Unders are the way to go, typically. I don't think that's the case in the playoffs. It's all hands on deck. And dude, if he's the primary guy, he's going to get fed. And that's the guy with the season on the line that the quarterback's going to look for. And so because of that, I would be very reluctant to fade the top running backs and the top wide receivers to go under their totals. Interesting. Okay. So the two lessons there are with prop with, with the playoffs, the spread, the totals, very, very tight. And the props, you're not going to lean under like you do in the regular season. Yes. It's a good point because the props are are – put out there based on the numbers of the guy playing the whole game, but sometimes they don't. You're not going to see Chase go out there, get a couple catches, and then get healthy for the playoffs. Chase is going to be the primary target target the entire game. You only look over on him now. All right, let's start Saturday. It is the Raiders at the Bengals in Cincinnati. The Bengals are laying five and a half. The total's 49 and a half. Kind of feels like an all-time bad spot for the Raiders, Steve. It is an all-time bad spot. You've got that all-in game Sunday night. How many fourth down conversions did we see that Raider, Raider defense rise up to only to be 
thwarted by the tremendous Herculean play of the Chargers quarterback to keep that game alive. That D has to be gassed. Now you've got a team in the desert Southwest that plays indoors, has to go to the ice bowl. Cincinnati is going to be below freezing in Cincinnati. Terrible spot. Having said that, Ross, if there's one wild card trend that has been profitable, and I give credit to my buddy Teddy Covers that's been touting this for years or disclosing it, Teddy goes ahead and tracks how teams do that have the harder strength of schedule. And if you play a tougher schedule over the course of a year, this is just true in the wild card rounds. Whoever played the tougher schedule is battle tested and has done tremendous against the spread to the tune of two thirds of the time they cover. The Raiders played a very difficult schedule. The Bengals played an easy schedule. I do not go against that trend. So I have to pass this game. Yeah, I'm going to pass it as well. I would only lean to the Bengals laying the five and a half. I mean, the Raiders, just the emotion of, of winning and late Sunday night, the quick turnaround in Cincinnati. Those guys are all rested and refreshed after not playing against the Browns. That is rough. I can only lean Cincinnati, though. I don't like to lay five and a half. Let's talk Patriots-Bills. I will be there, Steve, and I've already seen that they're saying it's single digits Sunday night, 30% chance of snow right now, not a lot of wind so far. The Bills are laying three and a half. The total's 42 and a half. Is the weather actionable at all in your mind, Steve? Yes, I'm just not certain how... It's going to play out in this game because we know that the wind went ahead and hurt the Buffalo passing game. I think the fact that it might be cold and not windy could help Buffalo considerably in that Josh Allen should have success, unlike when it was really windy and he struggled. And I'm worried about the New England quarterback and limited um, experience in cold weather. So because of that, I would lean Buffalo. But if it was played in a dome... I'd be on New England here. I think these teams are very comparable. And so I'm not going to bet New England plus the three and a half because I think the weather actually favors Buffalo here. What about the total, Steve? It sure seems low to me, given the fact that the, they had the, the wind bowl where it was absolutely impossible to throw the ball previously. I would think there's going to be points. And I think the second meeting between these two teams where both of them were going for it on fourth down, back and forth, New England going six times and Buffalo four times. Buffalo doesn't punt. I could only look over. Interesting. Okay. Well, I'm going to put one unit on the Patriots getting the three and a half. You know, I it's just weird that they're playing for the third time in seven weeks. Patriots coming off of a really bad game. I think they'll play better. And I'm also going to put one unit on the under. I, I don't know. You and I are on different sides of that one, which means you're probably right. But I just don't envision there being a lot of points. I feel like both these defenses are, are playing pretty well. Certainly Buffalo's is playing better than it had been. Um, not as great for the Patriots against the Dolphins, but there was a pick six and, you know, whatever. So one unit under 42 and a half. One unit the Patriots getting the three and a half for me 
on Saturday night. Let's get to Sunday action. Sunday at one, the Eagles are getting eight and a half from the Bucks. The total is 49, Steve. All right. So this is a game I love Tampa in the teaser. I love teasing them down to eight and a half and two and a half. Unfortunately, I cannot recommend another game to tease this week. I'm going to pull back the curtain on what pros do in this circumstance. If you have enough outs, I would say one-sixth of the offshore outs allow you to play what's called an open teaser, where you put in the first play and you just leave the second play open. You can play it later, in this case, later on in the playoffs. In that case, absolutely slam in Tampa for the first leg, and we'll fill that second leg later in the playoffs. If you don't have access to a book that lets you do that, I think you've got to go ahead and just pass this game, unfortunately, because I can't find anything else to tease Tampa with. I'll lean Tampa. I like the matchups. Philly runs the ball a lot. No one runs on Tampa. And Philly, I believe they're vulnerable to the pass, and Tampa's going to have success there. So lean Tampa. Yeah, I'm going to lean to the Eagles here, but it's just a lean. I like the way they played down the stretch. I think they can have some success running it on Tampa. But, man, I mean, I think it's a big ask. Jalen Hurts, Nick Sirianni, their first playoff game against Tom Brady on the road. This is one of those where it's like, say it out loud. So just a lean, getting the eight and a half for me. I can see the Eagles keeping it close to a one-score game and or getting the backdoor cover. What about the Niners at the Cowboys? Niners are getting three points. The total's 50 and a half. So I'm getting close. I'm leaning Niners. I'm. It's possible we get a three and a half. The Niners are undervalued. Why? All the injuries that they had through, over the course of the season. I know Jimmy G is banged up, but he certainly looked capable in the season finale. And you got Debo in there. You know, you got Kittle in there. You got weapons. You can run the ball and you got a good defense. And I don't trust Dallas. Don't trust the Dallas um, uh, coaching staff. Don't trust the Dallas um, skill position players, specifically Zeke Elliott is nothing to speak of in terms of a running back. Dak has had hit and miss on some of his weeks. Strong lean Niners would be a big bet if I got three and a half. Um, I'm all over the Niners. All over the Niners. You know, that was an impressive win by them against the Rams, I thought. I don't really like what I've seen from the Cowboys. I'm not sure I totally understand. They're playing their starters into the fourth quarter on Saturday night. Now, it was a tough game for the Niners, and certainly, you know, those guys had to play in overtime, but uh, I don't know, man. I'm taking the Niners. I, 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 I think they have a great chance to win the game. Three and a half would be amazing. I will take the three, two units, San Francisco getting the three. That's my best bet of the weekend. What about the Steelers? getting 12 and a half in Kansas City on Sunday night. Total is 46, Steve. So the Steelers, they're no good. They have somehow played so far above their heads, their noses are going to bleed for weeks. Congratulations to them. Kudos to Big Ben finishing strong. They're going to get crushed. Now, I don't lay 12 and a half in the NFL typically, So what am I going to do with this game? 
you know what? I'm going to take Kansas City first half minus seven, a number that ain't going to be there at kickoff because it's going to go higher because everyone's going to see what I see. Chiefs have some we have a few things we're worried about, but the Steelers aren't even a playoff team. This is just – they're a, a below-average team. Kansas City first half minus seven, two units. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Um, curious to watch that game. Uh, I could probably only just lean Pittsburgh there. Just for the total, I'm very impressed, by the way, that organization just never gives up. They never wave the white flag. It, it's impressive. Uh, before we get to the Cardinals and Rams, which I will also be at, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I want to make sure everybody knows about overcoming the odds, rewriting the playbook, delivering under pressure. The MVPs of small business lead their teams to victory all year long. Visa is proud to provide playmakers everywhere with more tools to help grow their business and help them achieve even greater success. Because the more people we can empower, the more we all win. Visa, a network working for everyone. What's working, Steve, in this Cardinals-Rams matchup on Monday night where I will be on the sideline? So I don't trust Arizona. They're a team that is scuffling into the playoffs. I want to bet against them. I can't do it. I can't. Matthew Stafford doesn't look right, is struggling. I'll still lean Rams, but uh, I can't lay more than a field goal with a team that, whose quarterback I don't trust. Yeah, I typically love getting three and a half. I, I, and maybe maybe they're trapping me into it, Steve, but I just feel like when I'm getting three and a half, I would never lay three and a half. And I feel like getting three and a half they're telling you it's a pretty close game and you're getting more than a field goal. I'm putting one unit on Arizona. I don't love them or have a lot of faith in them either. Uh, but they, you know, we talked about this before, right? I think it's kind of a toss up game. And so there's a decent chance they win. Even if they lose pretty decent chance, they lose by one, two or three, one unit, Arizona plus three and a half for me. That'll do it. For this week's Even Money podcast, remember, we are, number one, kicking some serious you-know-what, and number two, year-round. So start to give me, give us some email questions you specifically have for Steve regarding VIG or strategies or whatever. We'll start to get to them in the playoffs and the offseason. We have guests on, experts that come up with their thoughts on how to improve as a, a better of the pro football it is awesome. Check him out on social media at Fezzik Sports and only at Fezzik Sports. I am at Ross Tucker NFL. We're at Ross Tucker Pod. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mention DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana. 109 with it. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, doesn't always, sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit. 